Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 183 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. <laughs> little Dennis is with us today. He hasn't been with us for a while, so but he's here with little Kitty. Kitty's having a snooze and little Dennis is going to... He's kissing her and he's going to wake her up. So the pair of them are here with us today. And what we're doing on this one is, well, let's get straight into this one. Boing! Little Dennis lets us in. And you can see show notes and everything. Kitty kisses. You can see show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. But you can also find, what do you call them? You can see a video at youtube.com slash sophielawson. But what we're going to do on this is, well, this is going to be quite cool, I think. So, this one is going to be a brain dump episode. I've got no idea what I'm going to talk about. I sort of do, but I sort of don't. But what I do know is, I'm going to do some doodling. And what I've done is, I've actually named this... This might be a new little series or something. I've called it Dump and Doodle. <laughs> How cool is that? Dump and Doodle. So I thought it's like a brain dump. Doodle. But before we do that, one of the episodes, one of these videos, not videos, podcasts, I did a podcast about, probably three months ago or something, about an article called Angry Cloud. What it was was, (laughs) the artist created an angry cloud. So what they did was they took the two words angry and cloud and they created a little character. And what I did was, I did this ages ago, but I don't think I've actually shown the images so if you're watching on youtube you can see what i did was i i thought i'd give it a go myself and what i did was i actually created a little cloud holding a thunderbolt because i thought that was quite cool but what i did was so at first i made the the cloud a bit squiggly because i thought like it'd be angry and i in my keywords i put zigzags but i thought no that's too much so what i did was i kept the cloud fluffy and I thought that the, the fluffiness of the cloud balanced with the angles of the zigzags. But the funny thing is, I haven't done much... Well, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not really that funny. I haven't done much drawing for ages. So this will be my first drawing in about... I don't know. Quite a long time, I think. I would say maybe... How long is it? It's got to be about a month, I reckon. So I... What, what I like to do is, what I like to do, I like to do this a lot. Well, I did when I was drawing, but when I'm doodling and sketching, I like to just pick up my pencil and draw random things. I've got something in my sketchbook. I just I just draw random things. <laughs> well, I'm not really thinking what I'm doing. But so what I like to do is, just it's, it's almost like random shapes. I'll just let the pencil do what it wants to do. And you end up with like a page full of shapes, circles, squares, I find it fascinating. Glass bottles for your water, that's um, good for you they say. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to draw and I'm going to talk about things like, well here we go, I'm going to talk about lucid dreaming, I'm going to talk about sadness balance 
nature. I think I'm going to talk about day jobs as well. Confusion, that would be a good one. Little things like that. Well, what I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with balance. So the first thing is, at the moment I'm very out of balance and I'm trying to work out what it is. I'm trying to work out what it is that's causing it. So I can't work out what it is. So what I'm going to do tomorrow, so I'm recording this one on the 1st of October. So we're already into October, nearly at the end of the year now. What I'm going to do tomorrow, which is a Saturday, it's supposed to be raining, but I'm going to just take me wellies and I'm going to go down to my tree friend in Saltram and sit with my tree friend. Because that's another thing, I haven't been out in nature for ages. And what happened, what happened the other day was, me and my mum, we went, we went down to this place called Radford Lake, down by the water, and I sat there and I started crying because I haven't been outside for ages. And well, it's weird, can't really explain it, but it was almost like the trees were sort of sad. Well, they were sad but happy. They were like happy to see me, but I felt a lot of sadness as if felt a bit like I'd sort of abandoned them. That's what it felt like. It felt like they they thought I'd abandoned them. I haven't, but I have I have noticed that the last well, ever since I moved into this new place, I've sort of really become out of balance. And so what happened was I started studying from the um the art book Procre the art the Procreate art book with 3D Toto Publishing. Oh, that's another thing. We've got um, a new character design quarterly magazine coming soon. Can't wait for that. And also, there's a new Imagine FX magazine coming as well. So, in the month of October, we should have two new, two new art magazines to go through. Thank you for this water. I've started drinking bottled water now. But, so what happened, what was I, oh, yeah, I was going through that book, Procreate, and what happened was, well, I'm going to be honest, I don't want, I don't want to do that anymore, I don't want a life where all I'm doing is studying and drawing, I don't want that, so, but this is the thing, I don't know what I want anymore, I definitely don't want to be at the day job anymore, I'm getting more and more, what's the word, cheesed off really and I think maybe I just need a holiday maybe I need a maybe what's happened is I've gone into some sort of burnout because it has been a bit of a hectic year this one so maybe I'm sort of going through some burnout and I'm not sure how to overcome it I've tried I'm, I want to book some holiday get take like a week off work or something but I this is another thing I'm struggling to contact people at work because the way I work is quite strange in that I never really see anyone that I'm working for. I work for a company within the, the place that I work, the people I work with, they're not actually the ones that pay me. And so I'm, I'm not really sure who I'm, how I'm supposed to book holiday at the moment. And I do think I need some holiday. So that's one thing also need to get back into nature 
this week is the first this week or you'll be mostly meditating because <laughs> this was the first week that I started meditating since well again since I moved in here my meditation's really been compromised what's happened is a lot of my really positive habits I've stopped doing them and what is what happens is when for me at least when I stop doing something like a habit it's very hard to get back into it so that's, that's that but it's so nice to be um, I love it when you do that I like it when you're talking and sometimes random sounds come out of your voice <laughs> it's nice to be back meditating now and this is this goes into the lucid dreaming I've had what have I had I'm having these weird dreams lately well for the past I would say four weeks three weeks I've not really had much sleep that's another thing I think that's getting to me as well because I, I know how important it is to sleep so I'm I'm now saying to myself look you've got to sleep you've got to sleep more so I've only been sleeping about probably six hours whereas I, I like to have about I would say 10 hours at least really I love sleeping and the more you sleep the more chance you've got of lucid dreaming so the thing the thing is I haven't had many lucid dreams but I'm having a lot of these dreams where I don't know how you explain this it feels like for me it feels like the dream realm is multi-layered and it's all to do with awareness so it's almost like when you're when you're awake in the waking state, you've got your awareness, but you're you're aware of being Sophie. When you go into the dream, you can actually be aware of being Sophie, but not be Sophie. So it, it's almost like you become the dream character, but you're aware that you are observing the dream character. There's other times where you become the dream character. And you're not even, you're not even, you don't realise that you're really Sophie having a dream. So at that point, you've become the dream character. You can have these other ones as well, where you're, I don't know how you, I would explain it. It's almost like you're, you're the dream character having a dream that is a different character. So it's almost like you can go multi-layers into these dreams. But I'm having a lot of dreams lately where I'm... It's almost like I'm I'm dreaming. I've become the dream character. The dream character is has realised it's dreaming. So the dream character knows it's dreaming, but I'm I'm still dreaming. So it's almost like I haven't become aware that I'm dreaming, but the dream character has become aware that it's dreaming. So in a weird strange way, I'm still dreaming. But at the same time, I'm I'm also not I'm a, I'm awake. <laughs> See, I can't explain that because this sounds a bit weird, and I don't feel like that's actually the way it is. But the best way to say it, I suppose, is I'm somehow I've become the dream character, and I'm aware that I'm dreaming, but I'm I'm not aware that I'm Sophie, so I'm still inside of the dream. Very strange. They're very strange. They are. What's I dreaming about? What's I dreaming about? 
Oh, I keep, I, I keep dreaming a lot about child, about being back at school and stuff. This is a bit weird. But I've said this before. When you're having a dream, try to pay your attention on the the mouth, the mouth of the characters. You'll notice, you'll notice that nobody actually speaks in the dream. So it's almost as if in the dream realm, you're communicating without speaking. It's very, it's very weird that. That's a lucid dreaming. So at the moment, my I'm trying to get my back into my lucid dreaming practice because that is massively powerful. That is. So for me, the power is lucid dreaming, meditating, and nature. For me, they're like the three power things. So tomorrow, I'm going to get my wellies on, and I'm going to go down to my tree friend. And I'm just going to sit there, really, because what normally happens is when I sit there, well, it's very strange. I'll go there, and I'm sort of my intention is I want I want some help with something I'm dealing with in my life, and I'll just sit with my tree friend. What will happen is very often nothing will happen, and I won't get the answer. And I'll sort of I'll get up and go, and it's as I'm getting up and going, something will happen. Like for instance, I don't know. This isn't this isn't it, but say I'm getting up to go thinking, oh, I didn't get the answer I wanted and a little leaf will fall off the tree and land on my lap and somehow that has all the answers. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Or a little bird will pop along. Or it's as you're walking home you'll get the answer. It's quite strange that. I'll tell you what I did have this week though. I had something this week which I had probably three years ago. When I first had my first ever lucid dream which was the week that I started doing this podcast, so it was about three years ago, I had this very strange experience where I was sitting with my tree friend, and what, what you can do is, when, when I'm in the, when I'm sitting underneath my tree friend, right to, the, to my right is like a field with a load of, massive field with a fence around it, but there's this big massive tree, I think it's an oak tree, very nice one, but so I was sitting there watching it and all the leaves were moving. Suddenly what happened was, I've talked about this on a podcast before as well. What happened was the, the leaves, the, it was very windy and the leaves were blowing in the wind. But somehow it was all out of sync. So the movement was out of sync with the with the wind. And it felt very strange. And what happened then was, right after that... Because what happened was I looked at the grass right in front of me. The grass was moving, but it wasn't moving in sync with the wind. It's almost as if somehow the reality got sort of broke. It was one of my strangest experiences. And ever since then I started lucid dreaming, which I thought was cool. But last week when me and my mum went down to, to the Rudford Lake, I had a very similar experience. I was watching the trees... And again, they started moving as if they were out of sync with... It was weird. And I thought, I did think to myself, hey, that's that thing again. That thing. So I, I don't know what's going on there. But it's a very... I'll tell you what it's like. It's like you're inside of a dream when that happens. When you're in a lucid dream, it's like magical because you're awake. 
you feel like you're fully awake, but you're in the dream realm. So in the dream realm, magical things can happen. But what happens is, every now and again, in the waking state, you get a similar feeling. So I don't know what's going on there. Confusion. <laughs> That's one of the words. Sadness. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of sadness at the moment. Again, not quite sure why. Oh, we could go into that as well. The state of the world. I think that's what it is. I think what's happened is, I think I think what I'm starting to realise is I am super sensitive to energies. And my whole life, I've always... What happened is, my whole life, because I'm super sensitive to these energies, it could be energies of people, nature. This is a dump and doodle. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to make that the title. Because I'm super sensitive to these things, what happens is, let's say there's a negative person, they might have a negative energy, that negative energy goes into me, and I feel the negative energy, and I think it's me. So I think I'm the one with that negative energy, but what's actually happening is, you're, you're picking up a negative energy off of something else, and you're thinking it's you. But it's actually... It's the energy of other things getting inside of you. So what's happening is, the day job, a lot of changes happened at the day job and a lot of people are getting quite, I suppose, negative. And, yeah, and I think what's happening is I'm starting to feel that negative energy. It's almost like the environment is becoming negative. So I think to myself it's me being negative. It's... But maybe it's maybe it's just you're feeling feeling the energies. But that's also why I love nature, because in nature it's all about balance. So what happens is for me, nature is in balance. Even if it's a super windy, rainy, like really everything's getting destroyed, somehow nature is still in balance. So because the energy of nature is balance, and because I'm super sensitive to energies. If I'm inside of nature, that that balance energy goes inside of me. That's why I think a lot of us feel, and I think we all do. I think when we sit in nature, we feel balanced. And I think what it is, is you're, you're sort of somehow, it's almost like you're... Like when you have a drink, you're drinking it, you're drinking the water, the water's going inside of you. I feel like the energy is just going inside of you. So you're, you're feeling nourished with this, like, balanced energy. So it's, I feel like it's very important. And also, this is another thing as well. I'm somebody who needs time on my own. And I haven't had that as well recently. So I need to... I need to... Um, what I need to do is start... I need to start listening to my body. Listening to the feelings... And giving, giving it what it needs. So it needs, it needs time out. Needs rest. Hee! <laughs> I love that. When you're dealing with mechanical pencils, every so often it snaps. It's quite fun. So my body needs a time out and it needs a rest. But I can feel nature calling as well. Also. I can feel the desire to go back into the psychedelic realm. 
I've only ever done it once and it was at the start of this year and I would say this year has been the most bonkers year ever and I do feel like I died that day I did a whole series of podcasts and videos about the psychedelic experience when I took some DMT and I do feel like something happened that day and I wonder this is going to sound a bit negative I think I sometimes wonder whether I actually had the opportunity in that moment to die and basically because I feel like this earth is is some sort of negative hell thing <laughs> so that sounds negative but I feel like you've got the potential to turn it into a positive but I feel like there's also this there's another I feel like there's multiple timelines and I feel like when I was in that psychedelic experience I had the opportunity I feel like what happens is when we, when we die we basically it's like an exit and we can go into positive timelines or more negative timelines whatever happens all that's happening is you're you're flowing down a river when you die you're at a junction point in the river and you can go off like this different directions but what i've noticed is for me you've got like a river flowing and you might go off in a different direction but what's going to happen is no matter which direction you go off in you're always going to end up at the same point somebody else goes down the river they might go straight down they're still going to end up at the same point so in a funny way it doesn't really matter what you do you're always going to end up at the same place but I feel like what happened well this is everything so you might take a, a, a turn along this timeline and you might end up like looping for ages in like a negative state before you can get yourself back onto the timeline I feel like we're, our goal, our destination is New Earth which funnily <laughs> is actually where it starts so the place that it starts New Earth is the place we're heading to New Earth it's like a, it's like a line but the, the whole point of life is the journey the in between between one, one Earth and the next Earth so we're inside of that and I feel like you have these opportunities in your life where you can exit out of the timeline and jump straight to the to the new earth and I feel like in that psychedelic experience I was this close to dying I know it, I know it, I know it and the more the more this year goes on the more I know it so I'm wondering whether what's happened is I'm wondering this can sound a bit negative here I'm wondering whether I've gone on to the, the negative timeline but even if I have I'm still in control of my decisions moving forward so if I made a decision which turned out to be the wrong decision you can always make another decision to get yourself back into the right decision so I've, I've said this before as well nothing is ever wasted so everything is like learning so even if you have made a wrong decision that wrong decision might lead to the right decision which means because what happened is let's say you've made a wrong decision and you took like a turning it was a wrong turning what happens is it, you might then say oh we've made a wrong turning here you turn yourself around get back on here what happens is you come you carry on down the timeline there might be a point here where you could take another turning 
But what would happen is that turning would be even worse than the turning you took before. But because you took the wrong turning last time, you've learnt from that, you don't take the wrong turning next time, you carry on. So that wrong turning, which looked like a wrong turning, actually helps you not take the, the wrong turning next time, which would be even worse. Because you might take a wrong turning, which is a lot harder to get back onto the timeline. But I'm, I'm still convinced, the more and more I'm convinced, this is an illusion. We're inside of an illusion. The funny thing is... The funny thing is, I even though I know it's an illusion, I'm still getting tricked by it. Which, that's what's so funny about it. Now, when I did my psychedelic experience, for it felt like half an hour, I kept... I was laughing, crying... I was, and I, I kept swearing and stuff. I never swear, but I kept saying, it's so effing funny. This is genius. It's all so funny. What was funny about it was, I somehow could see how this whole thing that we're inside of, being a human, life, is an illusion which is so realistic, you think it's real. So you can act, you can realise it's an illusion and yet still be tricked by it, which is what's so genius about it. And that's what's so funny, is that you can actually... And, well, this is this is like a lucid dream. You can be inside of a lucid dream, realise you're dreaming, but still be dreaming. Now, what this says to me is, we are inside of some sort of lucid dream. So that thing I talked about earlier, where you can go in... You can go... You can, you can go... <laughs> you can go into the lucid dream, or you can go into a dream... And then you can go into another dream within that dream. I'm thinking we are. I'm thinking we've got some sort of we've got some sort of creature that's actually dreaming us into existence. So what's happened is I think I'm Sophie. Really, I'm something that's dreaming itself as Sophie. So then when we go to sleep at night and we're dreaming and we become a different character. What's, there, what's happening there is you've got basically, like, let's say it's the higher self. You've got the higher self dreaming that it's Sophie, dreaming that it's another figure, another, like, character, a dream figure. So you start thinking, well, where does this ever end? Because how do you not know that the, our higher self is being dreamed by something else? And then you start to realise this could actually be some sort of infinite loop, where what you've got is you've got... And you actually only need, I think you only need two things to pull this off. You need, you need one thing that's, you need one thing that is aware that it's dreaming, and it's dreaming that it's a, a certain character. It dreams so well that it's that certain character. It doesn't realise it's actually the thing dreaming. So in other words, you've got like, you've got say, higher self and Sophie. Well, you've got higher self, higher self, and you've got let's say present or current self so you've got higher self dreaming that is current self what happens is that current self can actually go into a dream and become like a, a, a character inside of a dream but what happens is at that point at that point the current self which is dreaming is the higher self to the thing that's being dreamt in other words the higher self dreams it's that is Sophie. Sophie goes to sleep at night and has a dream and becomes 
a dream character. But to that dream character, Sophie is its higher self. So what it doesn't realise is the, the, the dream character that Sophie is dreaming itself to be is actually the higher self that's dreamt Sophie into existence. So what... But the thing is, because both of these things are not aware of each each thing, it looks like there's loads of... It looks like you're going multiple layers into the dream realm, whereas actually what you're doing is you're looping. That's what I think is going on. Something like that. But it's cool. Whatever's going on, it's cool. But it's what's also... is is cool, but it's madness. <laughs> because... Because yeah, it's it's frustrating. It is if you know that you're in inside of an illusion and you know it. How comes you're still? How comes you're still tricked by it? I don't understand that. It goes into. I actually received a comment on one of my videos, one of the podcasts. I was talking about death because since I was a young child, I've had this thought that the way to break this sort of cycle is to actually commit suicide. Now, somebody sent a comment and said, if that's the case, why don't you... They didn't say it like that. Because I, I didn't say that. I, I said, this, what we're inside of is death. And when we die, we're actually... That's us actually becoming awake. Becoming alive. So, whilst we're alive, we think we're alive, but really we're dead. <laughs> so, when we die, that's us actually being born. So, they said, well, if that's the case, why not just basically kill yourself and end the death but the thing is that goes into something Alan Watts said one of these great philosophers Alan Watts he, I listened to one of his speeches once and he said something along the lines of the only question that any sort of philosopher has to ask themselves is why not just commit suicide <laughs> and if you can sit with that and think about it it's, it's quite it's quite um you can't really what would I say I feel like you can't actually come up you can't come up with an answer to it it's impossible so what he said was because he basically said the only thing that the only question worth pondering is why not just commit suicide because if this whole thing is an illusion and to some extent yeah if this whole thing is an illusion and you really are the higher self. Hey, it looks like a little face here. It looks like I've done some scribbling. It looks like a little face. Sort of. A little bit. There's a little... Um, so... Oh, see, I got distracted then. Weird, isn't it, how you get distracted by things. So, but the... So... Oh, it's, it's weird. I've got a book here called Rebel Buddha. I'm going to be taking a quote from it. But there's loads of little um, planes coming out of these. What you've got on the cover is you've got like a... A person sat in a meditation stance. And the person is made up of loads of little things. I like that. It sort of um, feels a bit like the thing I was talking about. It feels like there's thousands and thousands of characters. Really, there's only these two. And, ah, this is weird. The thing I've drawn here with a doodle, it almost looks a little bit like the um, the grid. 
See, you got basically what you've got is positive and negative. It's opposites. Everything is to do with opposites, and I think this is what life's all about: is, is somehow balancing opposites. And at the moment, I've gone too much into the negative, and it is possible to actually go too much into the positive. You need to get into the middle place. It's quite odd. I'll tell you something. If you, I do this sometimes at night time. I'm lying in bed. If you put your fingers. If you sort of get your fingers and put them quite close to each other, you can actually feel, you can sort of feel energy. Like it feels like magnetic. Your fingers aren't touching, but I can feel, I can feel like um, magnetic energy between my fingers. It's very weird, that. So at the moment, well, where do I go with that? I don't know. But the thing is, so... Death. I would love it if, if we're actually we're dead right now. How weird would that be? The thing is, you can't die. So if you can't die, that means you would have to be awake when you were dead. Which means, why not be dead now? Because you wouldn't know. Because if you knew you were dead, you couldn't be dead. Because <laughs> to be dead means you can't know you're dead. Because you'd have to be dead. So that would mean that you... That means... But this is the other thing. If to be alive, you have to be dead. But if you're dead, you can't be dead. Yeah, if you need to be dead to be alive, that means you. That means when you're dead, you are actually still alive. Because they need each other. So that means you can't, even when you're dead, you can't actually, you would still be alive, even when you're dead. Or, not, you wouldn't be alive, you would be aware of existing. I think little Dennis is going to end us on this one. So, I'm going to get my wellies on tomorrow, and go for a little walk. Quite excited for that. I hope you enjoyed this. It was a little doodle. Dump and doodle. <laughs> I love that. I feel like you can make a little, um, that'd be a good title for a book or something. Dump and doodle. What you could do is each page could be, you could have a little doodle on one side of the page and then a little brain dump on the other side. <laughs> you just go through and things like that. So, what we did was, what did I draw today? I drew a little sad st stick man. I drew some words. A little thing that looks like a bit like a face. Lots of squiggles, timelines all looping in on themselves. And well, for me, this there's a little image I drew which I think sums it up perfectly. You've got so you've got like a crosshair, you've got two little spheres, and they are looping within themselves. So they look like they're separate, but really they're they're the same thing. So this week's little inspirational quote, that's all that's left. I'm going to take it from this book called Rebel Buddha, A Guide to a Revolution of Mind by Dochen Ponlop. <laughs> and I actually started reading this book back in, I think it was about, 20, I want to say it was about 2015, 2016. But I got so far, I got to page 79 and I found it a little bit, well, at that moment in my life, I, 
I couldn't really, I was, I was enjoying the book, but I kind of couldn't fully get into it. So I, I did stop reading it, but my gender therapist at the time, she did say, put it down and come back to it when, when the time is right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna randomly pull a page and that, this is going to be this week's inspirational quote. Here we go, look, what's this? I'll, I'll read this little bit and I'll take a quote from it. No, in the beginning, we may think that having questions is a sign of ignorance. The more questions we have, the more we don't know. The more answers we have, the wiser we are. However, knowing clearly what you don't know is already a form of wisdom. How cool is that? That's this week's that's this week's little inspirational quote. Knowing clearly what you don't know is already a form of wisdom. It's that paradoxical nature. That that really is almost a bit like the things here. It's the paradox. Yeah. It, the more you know, the more you realise you the more you don't know. Which sounds bonkers. A little bit like this thing here. Well, what I was saying was, it's like when you're dead, you can't, I can't explain it. If you are aware of being dead, if you need death, if you need to be dead in order to be alive, which you do, because you can't be alive without being dead as well. But to be dead means you have to be aware of being dead. That, that, that was, trying to work that out is very much to me like trying to imagine existing without time yeah because we're inside of time to try and imagine no time you can't really do it be but what happens is I haven't done this for ages but back in well when I was a child I used to do this a lot as well I would I would sit and try and Imagine time disappearing but still existing, and what what happens is you can actually for for me I can get a split second where I can feel it. You can you can feel what it feels like to exist without time. But what I've noticed is the moment I feel it, I go back into time. <laughs> so it's almost like you can't you can't actually stay there. At least at the moment, I can't. It's almost like I can't sort of stay there because the act of realising that you're in the place of no time puts you into time. I've got a picture on my wall which has got, I'm just noticing the beautiful brush strokes. It's like a little character playing a guitar. It's got really nice brush strokes. What you've got is you've got like, um, what is it? It's like a dark blue green with like yellow brush strokes for the lighting. But it's especially nice on the the jumper. They put like nice brown for the shadows. I like that. I do like the lights and darks of things. So that's this week's little inspirational quote by Do Chen Ponlop. Knowing clearly what you don't know is already a form of wisdom. Donchen Ponlop. Do Chen.
Deutschen Brunnloch.